Start in T minus ten seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition. there, mateys. It's time to set sail on another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening, the podcast. I'm your host, Jim Bob Shorts, and tonight we're joined by a special guest known as the Esoteric Gladiator. This fellow Jeremy runs a podcast over there that focuses mainly on spirituality, conspiracies, psychological warfare, ancient history, the occult, natural law, and he even peppers in some MMA as, as a fan, I, I assume. I've been chatting with him outside of here, and he seems like a real cool dude, and another one of those fantabulous people I've found throughout the podcast family that I found over there on Instagram. Man, there's so many Instagram uh, podcasters over there, man, that are sharing stuff every day that I don't think a lot of people hear about, and I encourage you to get out there and check them out. Lots of them have been on this show, man. There's a a lot of great people out there doing some fantabulous things, because as you know, the revolution will not be televised. It's going to be streamed. So, you know, we're going to have a great time, I think, with this fellow this evening. and We'll, we'll be able to link you guys up to make sure you can get back to everything that'll be Jeremy and the Esoteric Gladiator podcast over there at your favorite place, unconstitutionalawakening.com, your home for everything, Captain Conspiracy and the Freedom Pirates. You guys, we've got some fantabulous things going on over there. You can get back to all the hosts' social medias in the host section. You can post things and chat with folks in the UA social. And over there in the podcast and more section, you can check out episodes of this show, episodes of the Red Pill Projects Makes You Think that I'm the co-host on, as well as episodes of shows that we've been guest stars on, and a bunch of other stuff from all of your favorite podcast hosts on your favorite podcast. Of course, you know, you guys can also play around on the site, check out a cool things like the links to where to find you to watch us, like uh, Rumble, Odyssey, BitChute, even some episodes over there on YouTube. And, of course, all the links to be able to listen to us, as well as listening to us right there on the website. We try to make sure that it's pretty easy access for you guys. You know, we appreciate everybody that's out there listening, watching, and keeping up with Unconstitutional Awakening, the podcast, man. It's, it's definitely very much appreciated and you know, we, we're only doing it because of you guys, so we thank you very, very much. You know, you can also get yourself over there and get you some of this sweet, unconstitutional awakening merch. You know you want to wear this Freedom Pirate flag. 
around. You can get it in hats, shirts, towels, Lord knows what else, as, as well as some other cool stuff that's over there. So you guys hop on over there and check that out, as well as checking out our uh, Friends in Liberty are there, Kirk Elliott. Peachy Key Creations, Ammo Can Survival, and Brett Pike with Homeschools Connected. And as I've mentioned, we're doing a thing right now with Jason Kristoff. You guys get over there and check that out as well. You can sign up for his uh, avoiding self-sabotage thing that he's got going on, man. He's got some great programs, real smart dude, made some fantabulous documentaries. So make sure you go over there and check that stuff out too. Of course, all the links will be with this episode and can be found back over there at our website. So... I guess without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's hop into this episode and see where it goes. Great, so how is everyone doing this evening? I see I've got some absolute great people with me tonight. Jeremy, this is your first time on here, man. I appreciate you joining us and look forward to this conversation. How are you doing over there in Tennessee this evening? Doing well. I appreciate you guys having me. I'm looking forward to it, too. Fantabulous, fantabulous. Louise, how's things going up there in New York tonight, buddy? Good. Not seen any craziness today. <laughs> hey, that's always good. I, you, you know, you send some of those videos occasionally of just the world around you. and Boy, howdy. Like, <laughs> yeah, free entertainment in the street. Just walk outside. You get a free show. You don't need to go to Broadway. Just walk in the street. Just walk down the street. Eventually, you'll stumble upon a masterpiece that you can only experience once, <laughs> and you might die. That's why you might only experience it once. Oh my lord! That's, you know, I keep saying, buddy, you got to get out from up there in New York, man. That's that's. Welcome to all the cities in America. <laughs> come, come down, mean, Some parts come of Tennessee down. also are get heated. I I'm hear. Sure, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I've been over in the city parts of those. It does in Atlanta too. Atlanta's a sh- a side show as well. Like I've spent a little bit of time up there. And yeah, you can be walking down the street, and Lord knows what you're gonna see. Kaylin, w- how, how's things going over there in North Carolina tonight? Oh, pretty good. It's cold. It's getting cold. <clears throat> Not yeah. doing that. Don't don't worry. We're down here in the in the southern area. It'll be warm in just a couple months. Let's just bear through yeah. it real quick. I don't know. I mean, next week it could be like 78 degrees. So it's it's been running right right below 70 here the past few days. So it's been quite nice, actually. Uh, oh, it's, it's, I mean, that's it's, a sweet spot. It is. Yeah, it hasn't gotten above 60 in in about two weeks now. So so of course you know Jeremy, I've seen him running around over there on uh, like TikTok and Instagram, and I happen to pro- cross his podcast from. As I, as I've been referring to it as the past few episodes, kind of the podcast family that I've been slowly making over there on Instagram, because there's a, quite a few podcasters over there that all have fantabulous content, and we've been I've been slowly chatting to all of them, and Jeremy was next on my list, and he you know he's he's right there in the same kind of realm as we are with just kind of everything and such like that. And I was looking at his, uh, one of his recent episodes, it's on the feed uh, episode 132 when you were talking about population control and stuff like that. And I was just like, yeah, you know, this is, this is our kind of people to chat with. So if you uh, don't mind, could you give us a little, I guess, background on your show and you know, your, your content you got going on out there? Yeah. So, uh, my show started two years, uh, almost three years ago. It started, my new year's resolution, there was tied two new year's resolutions for 2020. One was I had, I hadn't drank in like five years, but for 2019 I drank and my new year's resolution was to not drink again. 
And I did that. And then the other one was to start a podcast. And when uh, COVID-19 hit on Friday the 13th, which was March 13th, Friday the 13th, the Masonic holiday, and they call it coronavirus, is Kronos, the crown, Saturn, and uh, the six-foot social distancing thing, and they, they closed down my business, I decided, I'm going to start that podcast. And so you listen to 132 with Ross. He's the one that actually helped me start my podcast because he'd been doing it for a while. He wasn't doing a conspiracy podcast. But, um, I mean, I just basically, um, you know, I was, uh, I was a troubled youth. And, you know, I started going to jail at 15. And then by the time I was seven, 17, I was like looking at like six years in, and I was only supposed to do six months, but it was in Los Angeles during the gang era. And, uh, you know, I had to, had to fight a lot and, uh, six months turned into almost six years. And while I was in there, I started reading books about like satanic cults and serial killers and, um, just noticing the link between, how serial killers' childhoods were and the childhoods of, you know, members of satanic cults and that, um... Jeffrey Dahmer's a big one of those. I, I did a oh, correlation. I the, noticed a correlation between that as well. Yeah, there's a lot of, of uh, serial killers that are involved. You know, you have... Uh, John Wayne Gacy, which was probably involved. He was a prominent member of the Democratic Party. You had uh, Ted Bundy, who was a prominent member of the Republican Party. You had uh, the son of Sam, David Berkowitz, who was a member of a satanic cult. You had Henry Lee Lucas, who was a member of a satanic cult. Richard Ramirez, uh, known Satanist. Um, the Hillside Strangler, which was connected to uh, the mafia and, and high-level politicians, also r rumored to be members of satanic cults. And um, you just look at their childhoods and then listen to the childhoods of people that were raised in these satanic cults. The one common thread with all of them was that it was that people always saw it was like, you know, like witches and like high school kids that were members of satanic cults but it was like politicians lawyers doctors police commissioners you know uh people in pos prominent positions of power that were members of uh satanic cults yeah. and uh it, it's always been that way too and and i'm really frustrated actually i was so frustrated before i got on because I, i'm starting this new page and so it, the algorithm hasn't gotten me quite to the right spot yet. So I'm having the skeptics and I'm having to deal with the skeptics again and having to, I feel like I'm having to start all over trying to explain this to them. And they're like, yeah, you sound batshit crazy. I know I sound batshit crazy. Okay. Trust me. This is, I, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to be put in a padded room. But I feel like it's very important to make people aware of how common it is. And the thing that irks me the most is, you know, you got to show them the proof. Well, yeah, the burden of proof does fall on you. And I provide 
but even then and, and it's not good enough i hate to, it, I, hate, they don't I, hate to I hate to interrupt you caitlin but I, a while back i got I I used to be uh okay sure so I'm the person telling it to you I should give you the information and I I've, I've right. always provided information with it because I I do believe in providing the information but I do I I there is a certain point though where the, truthfully the burden of truth falls back on to the other person because right because they have a responsibility they've got a responsibility to, to read up. the stuff that I just give you you yeah. know what I'm saying like we we yeah. reference books and 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 stuff with every Website. episode. You know, I try to yeah. I try to share PDF files and all these websites and stuff where we have this information at when we're talking about it and stuff and and I'll still have people that'll you know I, I can spoon feed it to them and they're just like and they're just, well, that's not yeah. true and I'm just like that's bro not proof. yeah no way. yeah, yeah. No way. so yeah. this like, is the last to block I mean I mean it's the programming the programming is priming you when you when you when you grow up as a child in this region of the world, there are certain levels of priming that happens and it happens through different mediums that we all consume, especially you look at just the childhood books and there are certain things that you can see in those books that will slowly direct you towards certain agendas that were pre-designed by very smart people that don't want to be known. <laughs> Some of them are known now, but like uh, wow. I, I, I just saw Pompeo insulting, uh, saying who is the most dangerous person in the world, and he was saying that the director of like the student, the, the American Teachers Union in the United States is one of the most evil because I mean, look at the American curriculum; it's gutter trash. It it's is. been absolute it's, trash for decades, and fix it. It's not the teacher's yet. fault; it's the curriculum that's pure yeah. trash. And the teachers don't want to change it. Like there's a whole group of problems in that. There, there's a, there's a few, there's like a couple things that we're like really up against. So when people are like, well, you need to prove it. I'm like, okay, well, there's fluoride and chlorine in our water. There's pesticides in our food, which are excess biological weapons of war, which is provable. You got pedophiles in the clergy. You've got pedophile politicians. You got them dropping missiles. On, on villages of people all over the world, collapsing economies, starving people out, and, and just, you know, insider trading. I mean, that alone right there is the burden of proof. Look at how they act. They fit the psychological profile of serial killers. But then we have on our side, we have people that are fucked up from all these foods that have been, you know, subject to school, to television, to vaccines. And, and, you know, the vaccine, I've been talking about vaccines for at least a decade. And, you know, it's not something new with these vaccines. Like, you know, people want to know why the trans and the gay population is so out of control. It's the vaccines. They've been injecting, uh, you know, little girls' stem cells into little boys and little boys into little girls. So it's, you know, h hormone and endocrine disrupting their bodies. And now everybody thinks they're gay. And I don't have a problem with the gay community. I got a problem with the government pushing things on people and injecting things into people. You know what I mean? And, and but, on, um, on top of that, well, I mean, you know, we've, we've actually talked about this a few times, you know, as far as like Louise making mention that people that are pushing some of the like sex change propaganda and stuff like that on children and how, you know, they're, 
they're basically turning people into eunuchs. You know, like this stuff is gonna destroy well, their body uh, and stuff. I, I, I don't. I, I would say I don't think that there's any form of treatments that is altering children. I would say our food supply might have endocrine destruction. Not, not absolutely. Vaccines. Not, not, not vaccines. I mean, mRNA shots are a different scale. They're not vaccines to begin with. So I want to separate those two things. But yes, the there definitely is a cash cow element of the government. And Sweden was one of the countries that started this movement of transitioning children. And they have realized we they were wrong and they canceled all capability, all functions in that, in that subject. So now you cannot transition children in Sweden. Uh, already st studies in UK have proven that they shouldn't transition and they're starting to push back on the transitioning in England. So we're just the stupid idiots that continue a process when already research has shown definitively we should never transition children. That and transition adults. Children, adults, do whatever the adults, fuck you want. Now. When you're an adult, do whatever the fuck you want. You're an adult. Well, there, there are adults now who were children that were not necessarily forced yeah. to transition, but, but were, they were coerced by ideas, coerced yeah. by, by their doctors to transition, who regret it now. Who I are mean, the worst? The worst thing is the sex that. problem. On top of all of these endocrine issues, the like your bones will never generate correctly. The sex problem. What, it, males and females, they will never enjoy sex how they normally would, and they can never reproduce. Well, now. I think it, I, yeah, I absolutely know that a lot of it has to do with food um, as well, but I do believe that it has to do with vaccines too, because when you're injecting um, the DNA of a little girl into a little boy and a little boy into a little girl, <laughs> that has to affect but what the are you hormones. Talking about? But what, which, which shot are you talking about that has DNA? Well, they've, they've been, they've been putting fetal tissue and, and vaccines for, you know, decades now. So that doesn't, but that doesn't affect you. Like the fetal tissue is un ungendered. Yeah, I, I, I know, but like, if if okay, so if we consume something, right? And it's like it's, saying it's, you're consuming female cows to, or male cows. The difference will change your your potential outcome, and there's no science well, it, of that. It depends on when they procure the fetal. Tissue it's though. fetal. It's fetal. So, the, but, yeah, but, but it's but research it's, based it's, off. It's that. research based off. It's not made <laughs> of that. It's based off that. It's not made of that. I will restate no, no, that I, with fetal research not. and fetal like that's based off it. It's not made of it. No, I'm not saying that the vaccine itself is just all fetal, but I I wouldn't be surprised to find out that you know some of that plays into why you know all these kids are having like hormonal issues and things like that on top of like the heavy metals and you know formaldehyde and the other things that they're putting in the vaccines lord knows what that's doing to the hormones of small children but the only thing that i could think of outside of the food which was one of the first things that i thought of because when i started studying you know the way that vaccines and food affected people I was at the time I was doing organic farming in Hawaii and I had been doing that for about four years. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, oh, okay. There's this massive like gay and transgender movement right now. This has to be because of foods and vaccinations. Like, cause I'm thinking of like what we consume orally 
and then what they're injecting into our bloodstream physically, you know, like, which is, you can, you know, how you, like if somebody has AIDS, you can't get it from kissing them. But if it's blood to blood, you can get AIDS. So because it's in your bloodstream, it's going to affect you, you know, way more crazy than if it's just, you know, orally taken. I mean, there, there's also a separate element, which is very like been like researched a lot. And they've noticed it's also related to just openness. A lot of people in the past were just closed. They do. So you could say that our data, well. our data of what we considered the median of how many are outside of the like the preferred like spectrum for the human, like the human race needs a certain amount definitively that needs to be considered what people say straight because the population yeah. needs to move forward. But it's estimated it's about 10 percent. Uh, will deviate towards the same sex. And then there's like spectrums in between. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, there's a spectrum. At the end of the day, people need to be open to the idea that the spectrum exists. And because of that, it looks like there's more. But in reality, it's the population that was there already. It's just yeah. now you can see them. So there's that element, but the whole children element, that's a whole separate really big problem that really yeah. needs to be addressed properly because it's not. Because, I mean, it's a very slippery slope because once you allow, I mean, we saw this coming back in the early 2000s when, when gay people started to gain rights and then, you know, the bathroom privileges, we saw it coming where it was going to eventually lead to, well, love is love with children, you know? Do you see um, the Balenciaga ad? Yeah. Yeah, they were they were quoting a case about mm -hmm. legalizing CP. Exactly. They were they and were they put a we they would a child it. in a CP paperwork case on a table like. What is what is this again? What did you call that? I'm okay, sorry. so Balenciaga, which is a high end designer brand owned by LVR, yeah. LVR, the one of the largest uh, fashion conglomerates in the world, owned by one of the richest people on the planet. Um, so Louis Vuitton, like all, like all, many of the high-end brands are owned by one place, and then that one place is also owned by one of the richest persons and the people in the world, which most people don't know about because, you know, that's right. the whole point. You don't, you don't want to be known. Uh, they they po published. Look up the Balenciaga ad. They published this ad where they show a little girl and then they show a teddy bear with BDSM like uh, garments. And then they show a picture of a piece of paper and you can see the corner and people instantly found it was a court case related to CP. I found the CP. Ch what is porn. Oh, okay. Just not going to repeat it. So any algorithm doesn't go, you know, haywire. That's what. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah other people use other terms, but there's like, but child yeah. exploitation. Yeah. Yeah. So, and oh, I mean, you also Twitter blocked mostly. it. Did you know well, Twitter actually started blocking all the porn in the system, all the child porn? Good. So 7,000 employees could not turn off all of that illegal stuff in less than a month with yeah. a half the employees. They, act, they created a tool to report it in two steps that didn't exist. And 
they were searching and a lot of hashtags and the content was eliminated. Right. So it's possible. Because they had the power to do it all the long, like all along. Yeah, they all could do it all along. They were lying. And no, and the thing is, I know about these systems and I can tell you that not only can they do it, but they can do it really fast and they yeah. proved it. So there's, oh. a, there's a system that tracks yeah. all the content. So they are able to find it. Can we track child porn the way they can, they track conspiracy theorists? 100%. You know what I mean? Yes, they can. That's what I mean. So, so yeah. let me put it. So there's, I forgot the name of the database, but essentially there's a huge database of content, like uh, of this bad content. And this bad content database is put into an algorithm. This algorithm then finds that content. So if it finds it, it automatically attacks it, tags it, and then reports it. So well, first of all, there's that giant database that it can they can use to so they use it on Google Drive, Dropbox, all of the cloud services are subject to that system. So if anybody uploads that content into those systems, they automatically know that that content was there. So that's an example. So they can definitely track that stuff. And I sent a a while back to Jim Bob and everybody else the. A documentary about Google Photos. Evidently, Google Photos is full of bad stuff. Oh, I, oh, absolutely. I could totally imagine. Yeah. Uh, well, like even Jack Dorsey, there's like rumors of him being involved in satanic shit, too. And like him and a lot of those people were like cracking like really bizarre, like child jokes. You know what I mean? That are supposed it's supposed to be funny, but it's not you like when you like really it's like well why is that funny you know what i mean like cracking little kid jokes and like weird innuendos about you know stuff like that i watched this thing on jack dorsey about you know because he was like the original creator of twitter i guess and it was like what he looked like before twitter and then like his long slow decline of how he started to look like just like this homeless dirt bag hanging out downtown somewhere and there was like saying that he became, a, he became more of a hippie because of psychedelics because i know i have friends that know him um and it's the it was more of the psychedelics but he was able to lie in in, in the court very well when mm. he was in court and the hearings he was lying really well yeah I think all the tech people, because what I, I really think like as far as like, you know, the computer technology, just look at all the people involved in it and, and who they are, you know, from Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, Jack Dorsey. I mean, even Elon Musk, too. Some of these people are less scummy than others, but I think they're all just kind of on this like transhumanist thing. And they're literally trying to summon demonic spirits through our electronical devices because our our the devices essentially look like the obsidian scrying mirrors that the magi that you know the the dark arts magicians were using you know centuries ago could you talk more on that what's that what's that could you talk more about those magic mirrors um well yeah i mean just so everything like that's happening now like it's like they just keep rebranding shit and they repackage it and make it look like it's new and innovative. But the fact is, 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 you know, you go back centuries, every King and queen had a wizard or an astrologer in their court. 
They were all involved in like horribly bloody. Oh, come on. That's a, that's, that was a fun video. Hang on. Hang on. Here's a, <laughs> this is a good example for you, Louise. Okay. Um, so an Aztec, uh, I don't know what you would call him, the king, Aztec king, I guess. Um, it's a very famous story about when like the conquistadors came and invaded and he ran to this. Oh, lake Montezuma? And, yeah. Ran to this lake and yeah. he threw this disc in and this disc was said to be able to communicate between him and the gods. And so that is it that's I imagine is you know, what one of the magic mirrors that you're talking about. Yeah. It was or- a literal mirror, a literal gold plated mirror that he used to communicate with the gods. Um, well, like also like back in the day, like the wizards and the witches, they would use obsidian, which is like shiny black. It's oh, a black I, have, stone. You know, I have some here. I'll get some later ones. Uh, but I, have some obsidian here. I think we all have some obsidian. They would, um, they would, <laughs> they would, it would be like a crystal ball for them. And then like, even just like, you could just look at like the television. I'm sure you guys all know, like broadcasting, channeling channels, you know, tell a vision, you know, how they're like, just like programming. They're like summonsing. They're trying to summons a ghost from a shell. Basically it's, it's, they've spent thousands of years, you know, trying to do it through like moon childs, you know, like trying to, summons demonic babies from women's wombs and now they have this technology and they're really trying very hard to uh create like um this device for demonic communications with human beings which is why transhumanism is so important to them because they literally believe that we can embody spirits within this technology See, I don't That's know if it's so part. much demonic beings as it is interdimensional beings. I, could, I mean, well, we, we I put labels that we can understand based off our pre our our past true experiences true. of what we labeled true. before. Because right. think about it from this perspective: if if uh if you come to this planet. And I never show you a single story that ever mentions demons. Would you ever even think of their existence? No, but I think that we would have, I think every human or human like being has a preconceived notion of, okay, there are beings, there are things out there that I don't understand. There might be things that you don't understand, right? But because somebody created a label for it, you then automatically assume right. that. Like, so, right. you look at aliens, the idea of aliens. What is aliens? Anything that is not of this earth that was never origin that didn't originate from originate Earth. From let's planet. let's simplify aliens at that. Yeah. When it looks they're doing research in the Imperial College, and there's some in Jeff Hopkins, but Imperial College, they're injecting DMT intravenously into people so they can stay in the state for hours. <laughs> So a dimethyltryptamine, it's it's naturally produced in your brain. And I know what DMT is. I've done it a million times, but they're doing it in the vein. Mm-hmm. Like, so you can stay in the trip for hours. Back to the fucking face with DMT. I mean, it's it's DMT. It's so it's 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 probably at a rate that is not overwhelming 
So they're looking at it like probably consistently. So probably it's not too much. So you don't get super overwhelmed. But IV drugs are like, you know, like. No, I mean, but the, the yes, but it's the intensity of it, right? Right. Because the DMT, your, your body processes it very fast. So in about a few minutes, it'll go away, even if it's intravenous. True, but it would feel like a lifetime. So that's, that's where most of our stories come from. People that were tripping their balls off. Let's be real. Like the Bible, all these books are written by people that were tripping balls. So of course well, they saw things that looked like demons and they described them as demons because they looked evil or they looked scary. Yeah, a lot of the old hit secret societies were like part of like these hallucinogenic cults too, and they did like tests on a lot of like the chalices and a lot of like their ceremonial uh, tools, and they found like traces of ergot or you know hallucinogenic substances, and this goes back thousands of years. And um, I had said I did a video not too long ago where I said. I feel like secret societies just kind of got a bum rap that that they originally started out as a bunch of weirdo conspiracy theorists like us, but eventually they got you know they got um, infiltrated by a bunch of psychopathic pedophiles. But they are probably just out you know seeking like deeper knowledge outside of like this watered down version of spirituality that the church offers people, and then eventually they got corrupted and. You know, now they are. Well, look at the Knights Templar. Uh, you so know, the, reason, the Knights Templar is the reason why okay. 13 is damned. So I forgot the exact date, but in the uh, the Knights Templar was essentially slaughtered by the Catholic Church. And the Knights Templar was the banking system of Europe at the time. <laughs> so that's why they had so much power. They slowly became the banking system. And uh, the, the like, Catholic Church didn't like competition in the banking sector. No, they did not. <laughs> well, the weird thing about the Templars was... There you go, October 13th. <laughs> Friday the 13th. That's where Friday the 13th comes from. Yeah. 13, yeah. 1307. Yep. That's why the whole curse about 13 is related to the Knights Templar. And the Knights Templar, they, they, they were essentially bankers. With weapons, because how the hell else do you keep a bank alive in the, in the 1300s? Come on, right? Weapons. <laughs> They're gonna all come at you, so it makes sense. The Knights Templar, their I think their what their original seal was two men riding one horse, which I always thought was kind of weird. Did, oh, you did, wait, huh? Jim Bob's gonna oh. probably find that very soon. Because <laughs> yeah. you're, you're right, I think I've seen that. Yeah, so I like, think I'm seeing it. So let me see. Hopefully, it's the same one I'm seeing in my head. Yeah, same. So like, so like everybody's like, like with um, when you said, oh, we gave gay, gay people rights in the early 2000s. It's like, no, we've had parades for gay people for like 30 years. And oh, no, that's not what I was seal. saying. That seal is yeah. interesting. Look at that seal. That is oh. what I was thinking of. No, no, that's not what I was saying. What I was saying was um, that just people saw it coming, that that, that yeah. would eventually lead to, okay, well, I identify as a seven-year-old, even though I'm a 49-year-old man. Yeah. Um, but they were called homophobes. They were 
you know, um, so they were. I was like, I, I was like, I did a podcast around, uh, I think it was like Pride Week or Pride Month or something. And I went hard on, on that community because I'm just like, it's like, I don't see that community as oppressed or marginalized. I mean, maybe in the 1960s and 70s or whatever, but I started, you know, tattooing down on Hollywood Boulevard like 25 years ago. And, you know, gays and transgenders are everywhere and nobody ever bothered them. And well, I, I'm, and also when you look at things like the Templar logo that I just showed you, you consider like, the Catholic Church, the fashion industry, the club industry. This is essentially ran by like gay mafias for centuries. And 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 so even like a lot of politicians getting caught, like, you know, banging little boys and stuff like that. Like it's part yeah. it's part of it. It's it's what it is, is like have you seen Lindsey like, Graham? He's the biggest gay hater as a gay oh, man. Guaranteed. Yeah. Why? Why? It's so weird. It's like he he writes the so stupidest anti-gay bills. I'm like, bro, you're gay. What, what's going on here? Yeah, and come on, like, bro. You fucked everybody. Like, yeah. What, why? Why so much hate? Something tells me, Lin- now, tells me Lindsay's the bottom. I have heard guys that I went to high school with, and now I'm not going to give away my age too much here. Graduated high school about. 10 years ago now that wasn't that long ago okay but these guys i mean i've heard them say out of their own mouths and you know i don't have a problem with gay people but if one ever hit on me that'd be it i'd smash their face in you know like i've heard that many times out of many guys say that doesn't mean they're gonna actually do it you know what i mean like, I've been hit on by a bunch of gay guys. I don't care. I'm just like, whatever. I'm flattered. Thanks. You guys got good well, taste. Some guys are like that. Some guys are like that. But I, I've heard that. Which? It's like Lindsey Graham, though. Guys that are, like, super insecure and homophobic, it's like, well, what are you hiding, bro? You know what I mean? Why are you so insecure about uh, man on man? Is there some weird fetish that you may have that you're not telling us about? Like, it's 2022. It's all good. Right. You know, I mean, and, that's, and that's my here. problem with like the Hollywood industry and the music industry and stuff. I don't care that they're gay and they, they do gay things behind the scenes. It's the secrecy. Like, why hide it? Why are you hiding? Well, because it? if it's an actor, they have to have the portrayal of being straight. Luke, Ricky Martin had to fake being straight when yeah. he was yeah, gay all his true. life. That's but it's true. so weird because like, they're so celebrating. They sell records singing and then when people think, oh, he's singing about a god, that's why. It's because he can't Right. Sing. Right. Yeah. President, President, Eisenhower, President Eisenhower was, you know, hiding his gayness when he was out there, right. you know, being super anti-gay with things like that. I mean, yeah, we got it. There's his nickname thing, was you know. President Eisenhower. And I do understand that a lot of it is like, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Guy, Eisenhower? That's I'm just kidding. I just, well, that's I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, I do understand <laughs> that a lot of it is blackmail too, um, or that can't be used as blackmail. You, you mean you mean, but... you mean you mean blackmail from 
like maybe a specific the island of the FBI. Where, well, the no, no, no. Of the FBI the CIA. You know, well, you know, you know, they they would fly down to a specific island and and hang out with their one buddy uh, that didn't kill yes, himself, and yes. he had things yeah. videotaped. That's the island we know. Right. Imagine all the islands we don't know that we don't. Oh uh, yeah. And all the private planes but, that were flown by rich people up, that we don't know about. Look up the ex the ex uh, head of the FBI that was under was in power for around seven presidents. He was also a gay man hiding in the closet. Lindsey Graham? No, no, no. The FBI, the director of no, the FBI no. that was there for decades. Lindsey Graham needs to come out and be like, "Hi, I'm Lindsey Graham. I'm so straight. I'll suck a dick to prove it." You mean J. Edgar Hoover? Yes. Jagger yeah, Hoover's uh, partner, um, just like it was really up. They went on vacations together. I'm like, why was it? And at the same time, he was putting hey, every, hey, hey. He blackmailed every president under his administration. Every Christmas, he showed up to dinner with his friend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or just a man with sex with men. <laughs> Jesus. Let's it's so funny. I'm sorry. I, I could, I mean, I, no, you know, I can't help it. And, you know, I mean, I'm not, again, by no means am I, uh, you know, I, I hope anybody out here understands we're, we're just having some fun because by no means do I think anybody here has a problem. No. With the you know, no. I, you know, it's I, a hypocrisy. It's, it's a hypocrisy. A hypocrisy yeah. I do have a problem with. Now that's that's something I've always been kind of a and sneakiness of a voice about. Like I I do find it entirely hip hypocritical. Where I guess a good example is you know I, I seen one on TikTok the other day where they were where they this guy was talking about how a a music teacher was showing off all of the excessive gay in her music teacher class. And like, but yet down here, like my end of the state, people are, people are accused of forcing things down others throat because they don't have those views. And it's like, wait a minute, where's the, where's the level playing field here? Like, I, I think like, especially when it comes to like the education system, of course, I'm completely against the public education system myself, but that's, that's a separate conversation for a separate night. But I think that if it's going to exist, like, you know, Teachers, period, across the board, need to have a neutral stance of things like that. Keep politics out of the classroom. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't well, need to force your views thing. on top you, of anybody. We have else. separation of church and state, separation yeah. of politics and education. It's not I agree. that complicated. I agree. Oh my gosh, you guys. I watched um, the Parkland school shooter stuff today. Like, I know, like, this happened, like, three months ago like his trial and everything but like i just mustered up the courage to like watch all of it that was heartbreaking as hell it was all about tear jerkers oh my god and i mean he was just like sitting there like with this blank expression on his face and he would like cover his ears like whenever there was like video footage or like audio of him um, like going through the hallways and shooting, like he would cover his ears and wouldn't listen to it. Or like when um, the victims who did survive 
Like this one boy, he went through like 14 surgeries. He was shot four times, four or five times. Um, when he was given his testimony, he wouldn't look at him and he kept his thumbs in his ears the whole time. Like, there's probably a Manchurian candidate. Uh, you know, yes. Like, that's that's something I'm over here that I subscribe to. We talk about that a lot. Like, people that have been underneath that program and so deep that there's things under there, and it's just been waiting for that, that trigger to come do, out. Do you not remember the Navy Yard shooter? Yes. He literally said that he's been programmed, and he can't stop listening to, like, he wanted to, the, the signals to stop. David Berkowitz <laughs> said the same thing. He wanted the signals. Okay, so so let me put something that's important. If the government wants to broadcast something into your head, they can. Yes. Now, we actually will covered they that spend, in, a, in a documentary. Will they on spend here. an unbelievable amount of money and resources to do that statistically? No, unless they have an agenda. But can they drive a single person out of their mind if they really, really wanted to? Absolutely. Uh, yes, they can. Oh yeah, my we, gosh, this kid was saying he was hearing voices in his head. I mean, there's also we, the cases of children with uh, like severe schizophrenia so, that is untreated on top well, of trauma. Well, that was the first so, not, thing he said not only, when he got arrested. Not, all, not only is the voice to skull technology real, we actually did a whole... Also, all these kids are on medications, but I want to I preface this point. All of the yes. school shooters. Every single one of them was on prescription drugs and they never say publicly. You have to look into it. What the hell they were taking. They never call out the pharmaceuticals. Every single one. Yes. I believe since even Columbia. Because they all of them were, were heavily, yeah, from, heavily on drugs. Yeah, so well, was the Vegas they shooter. Asked him. The they Vegas asked shooter him. What, the Vegas shooter is a whole mystery. Because he was using yeah. uh, like the largest possible mach multiple machine guns, um, so there's that. There were yeah. multiple people there, so it wasn't only him. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't the only one. I don't believe what? the whole it was only him because it was physically impossible yeah. to shoot that fast yeah. from multiple. And they were like, "Oh, it was multiple yeah. M60s." No, it wasn't. It was a machine gun because people you could like hear it. It's the signature of a machine gun. Oswald was JK, JFK shooter. <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald, that's a whole different. That's what I'm saying. It's like that's that, probably Bush. That, I mean, that's how like, he got promoted. Yeah, it yeah. was. That's how Bush yeah. got promoted. Nah, I've always heard it was Lyndon, it was Lyndon Johnson. Well, that, like, no, I mean, Lyndon Johnson telling Bush Sr., who then became the head of the CIA, hey, okay. I, mean, I have a mission for you. So you got to earn yeah. your stripes. Yeah. <laughs> you got to take him out, and then eventually you become him. May I? Yeah. May 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 I I I, uh, I I I got an example since you guys wanted to talk about it I'll I'll bring it up everybody uh just hang on for a second because you'll probably get a kick out of this Luis. I mean, I knew that when I first heard it, and I'm not a fucking expert. Seriously, yeah, I mean, just the sound of it. Yeah, none of that means it's anything. It's the consistency, because they, the, the, the thing is, Trump bowed down and bomb, banned bomb sucks, which are literally pieces of plastic. 
Um, that was stupid of that administration to ban them, but they probably didn't have any information. I'm sure they, they had no idea what the fuck what the hell ha- actually happened. If, if you don't pay attention, the government lies. So if you didn't know, the Trump administration was lied to in relation to Syria. They didn't tell him what the fuck was actually happening. And once they did, they just slaughtered all the Al-Qaeda in like two seconds. Literally a week after they were informed what the hell was actually happened, they just slaughtered all the Al-Qaeda and the, still, and the Syrian war stopped. He still he still expanded the Patriot Act and funneled more money into Oh, the no, yeah, state. he fucked up a lot of things. I'm not I'm saying that he yeah. was actually lied to. Like, the State, yeah, the state Department that. lied to the president in order for the president to not do what they didn't want him to do. I'm shocked. There's that. I'm I'm I'm, <laughs> genu- I'm genuinely shocked, sir. The president was lied to by the government. Wait, the government, the government lied, lied about to the something? president? Like, mm. no, they they're always transparent. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, There's they're they're going on. They're they're yeah, they're completely transparent. They haven't lied to us about anything since uh. Well, no, you know, they don't even lie to the president. That's yeah, I just I just made that up. Yeah, they don't do that. That never happened. There's a good they book love called... us and they want to protect us and keep us safe. We are their little baby children. They want to keep you cozy. What's, what's <laughs> the what, what book? What book are you talking about, bud? There's a good book called <laughs> Chaos. It's about um, the Manson family murders, but the the best part about it is is it shows you corruption on every every level of the government that was involved in that case, as well as the probability that Charles Manson himself was a Manchurian candidate trained in prison. And so like with those kids all being on pharmaceuticals and then like when they get arrested, they always look like bewildered. Like they're like, what? I shot somebody. And they're like, no, you you shot like 20 people. In in Colorado, that kid looked completely. They're just like, they look like pictures. They're they're always like, well, I did what? You know, it's like, and then, Number two, you're like, where the fuck did you get all the money for all that artillery? You know, you and where did you learn seven thousand dollars in weapons? And they all have, yeah. and they all have the same guns. And and where where did you guys learn how to make kill shots like a Navy SEAL? You know who trained video you games? How to do that? Video games. No, yeah. Yes, video games. Come on, I've played uh, and shotguns. Shooting no, guns is I'm, way harder. Not of course, but I can tell you definitively that video games do train them to be better shooters. There was a case in Germany. Where oh, one yeah. Kid, one kid killed several people. 12 years old, killed several people, and then nine were headshots. Nine. What? Nine out of 12 people he shot were headshots. This is what? a 12. Like, the 12 he had like, to have learned the, some type you can of. Germany case, nine child kills with headshots. Uh, it's because I I was studying how video game violence can train children to become better shooters. Yeah, it's 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 by design. The 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 game developers have worked with the military to make the games more accurate, to become instrument and tools so that when they become desensitized, the problem is that the the element of desensitization has not worked properly because they've also been poisoning us so now our soldiers are shit because the food is crap so congratulations government you poisoned us to the point that our military right. is useless you know what good job I think i'm right shocked shot well not that shocked right now i think like what they're really trying to do is is really try to destroy our military like there was like 
oh, you know, we can't find anybody this and that. It's like, well, yeah, you just kicked out everybody that refused to get vaccinated. You lost your best soldiers. So there's that. And like, we know that the government's always running psychological operations. So they should know the psychology behind behind people that are like, no, I'm not going to get that. They're standing for something. So that would make them a lot better soldiers in life because they're just not easily led and pushed around. So chances are, they're probably going to be a lot more, um, more, uh, well, when you get get into the military, they when they do testing on you, they determine how malleable you are, right? <laughs> That's an element of the testing is like how malleable is this? Of person? course. Right? Everything is to test your violence level. Yeah. So there's that. It's 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 all it's always a psychological operation like with everything that happens on this planet, particularly if if pop culture or industry or corporations are affected, they're always going to be, it's always going to be an exam to see how we react to external stimuli. And so with these soldiers, now they're like, they're talking about like, I just, have you guys seen that, um, the documentary? It's like, uh, uh, sudden death or something like that. But it's, they go into the military about how like all these, um, these m- people in the military are dying now, just suddenly out of nowhere in the last year and a half. Yeah, you can like figure out why they're dying. Um, I don't know if I could talk about that on this show. I mean, I talk about it, but I don't, you know. Um, well, they're calling it sudden, uh, it's, it's called like sudden, su- a, a sudden adult death syndrome. Actually, I'll give a plug for this right here that I'm sharing with you guys. This is uh, this is that died suddenly. Oh, died suddenly. Thank oh, you. Oh, died um, suddenly. Yeah, that's it. Um, this actually a friend of the shows that's been on here that we're actually um, we actually have a link for with recent episodes because we're we're partnering up with them for um, one of their programs with Jason Kristoff. And he's a he's actually a part of that died suddenly documentary. He helped put some of it yeah. together and stuff. Like that's that's actually a really good thing. Imagine it's a compendium of the current data showcasing the incre- massive increase in collective deaths, deaths globally. Yeah. Correct. So that are with- not associated at all. So now people more people are dying now than before mm-hmm. without COVID. Absolutely. And so, so with- everybody should question what the fuck's happening. <laughs> With with the military, though, they're they're like they're trying to bring cases against the government and and things like that, because there's so many people in the military that are dying now just out of nowhere. And so I was watching, I was thinking, I was like, holy shit, they're literally trying to destroy our military to make us weakened to China or whatever other country is going to come and try and take over. Generational warfare. Yeah. Honestly, you know? I think we've already been sold out to some other country because, like, oh, the videos oh. of like our president and stuff right now, there's like soldiers that you know, people that are supposed to be in the military that don't have like any colors on them, they have no stripes on their uniforms, they the airplane like the air force one and stuff it has no markings on it it's just very very suspicious like suspicious behavior and like the green screens that they've been using in like the oval office when joe biden gives his 
you know, presidential. That is the first time ever whatever. a whole fake, uh, fake room that is not in the White House. You yeah, guys that that the the wind the fake windows are just TVs. That's very weird. Yeah, or, or really the fact weird. that even yeah. the White House was covered up in a freaking cage. Like, why and the that, hell is there a gate around the White that, House? Not only that, but it's boarded up. I don't know. Boarded up the Federal Reserve. It was boarded up not too long ago. I mean, really. Oh, yeah. There was 25,000 soldiers on standby shitting in in parking lots all together in the same parking lot. The government was treating their soldiers like absolute dog shit. For what? Because they were afraid of everybody else. And the thing is, they keep saying January 6th, January 6th, when January 6th, what happened was nothing compared to what's happened in the past. And anybody that is a respectable person that has studied the past for five minutes realizes, oh, this isn't the craziest case. Actually, we Puerto Ricans hold the title for the craziest shit to ever happen in Capitol Hill. Uh, shoot, actually shooting at uh, the members of Congress. So I give Puerto Ricans the, the title of most crazy event that ever happened because <laughs> we are the colony and we are still the colony of the United States under bullshit laws that shouldn't exist. But Right. We need to give yeah. the Puerto Ricans a medal for shooting it at the Capitol Hill. Sadly, that was not the case. Yeah. But those are respectable human beings because, you know, they didn't attack uh, open. There's another person that was a piece of shit and harmed innocent people. Like, no, you harm politicians. If you're going to harm anybody. Harm the politicians. They're not innocent <laughs> of anything. I, I grew up in gang neighborhoods. I'm like, dude, well, gang so bangers. We're doing drive-bys on each other. Start doing drive-bys on politicians. Go, go by your that mayor's happens, house. That happens in other countries all the you time. You know what I mean? Like, what the hell? When are yeah, we gonna get... that's smart. You know, gangbangers are... You gonna go kill another gangbanger? No, go kill a because politician. The ga- because the gangbanger works for a leadership structure, and the leadership yeah. structure works with the politician. Right. Oh, I mean, even in prison... If you go high oh, enough, oh, you'll oh. find the drugs and the politicians... Yeah. Yeah. Together. Yeah. Even yeah. even in prison, even in prison, like the mind games are called politics. You got to follow certain politics in jail, or you right. can get in a wreck. Okay. Or I mean, it, I mean, even in the even in the medical sure. field, I mean, that's what we used to say. You know, it's, it's all politics. Don't, don't get involved in it. Like that's what we that's the terminology we use. Oh, well, that that's that's just a form of control. Uh, the whole system not being free. The we should have universal health care. We pay more per citizen than any country on earth times five. Yet we have subpar access for the collective mm-hmm. population of the United States that would be much healthier if they knew that if they went to the doctor they would get care without losing everything. I mean, but that's that's already that's be, that's already because we have so much government intervention in healthcare to begin with. No, it's Which, not. It's because the insurance company. I will, I'll defer to that. No, it's not. It's because the insurance companies are the ones manipulating the game. It's and the, and and who's behind the insurance companies there, Luis? Really think about this. Like, what no, 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 I. I get I get your like this is it's a mixed bag, right? It's a mix of the government intervening, but it's also the corporations <clears throat> intervening. But yes, wow. I think there's a there's a there's a two parts to that. It's very okay. well I I'm I'm I'll sit here and I'll put my foot down with this is that asking for government 
asking for more government intervention within the medical field is not the answer to the, the problems in the medical field. Yeah, that the, I agree with. No, the, the, so one of the best options that exist, well, there's like something, so in other countries, what they do is they uh -huh, put and, and, and how long do you have to wait in Europe to even see a doctor? You'll probably no, die no, waiting in No, that's, a, that's, a, that's all, that's literally socialist bullshit. No, that's in Canada. <laughs> Same difference. No, it's no, still I mean, universal let me, healthcare. Let me, let me, <clears throat> yeah, well, let me let me separate that. Canada just in general has bad issues with their own healthcare system, but in other countries, it's not as bad. And I'll give you another example, Taiwan or Japan or Switzerland. Switzerland actually had a model identical to us, and they switched to another model, and they've transitioned well. There is ways to transition, and... It's still it's still private. So the system's private, but there's particular so the government becomes smaller, but there is safeguards on pricing. They need to popularize naturopathic and homeopathic mm. medicine is what they need to do because so many people like flood these hospitals with such like really curable things. Did but you see the guy getting sued for five hundred billion dollars for giving vitamins? This just happened. Look, five hundred billion. I'm, I'm serious. What did, what did you say? I'm not gonna pay it. All I was gonna say. No, is no, no. He's gonna... getting sued. That just started. He got yeah. sued for five hundred billion dollars by the U.S. government. Really? For giving out vitamin D uh, as a treatment for COVID nineteen as a preventative treatment. I'm not kidding. He was. Yeah, <laughs> I, be I believe it. You know, the, the government's gonna they're gonna try and push real well because right now they're trying to have the full-blown tyrannical medical takeover right now in hopes of you know yes. getting us all vaccinated and and all, all of the all the medical stuff under the guise of things like the fda and such is where i'm saying that the government already has the FDA. so we much control and so many fingers in the medical industry that i think asking for any government in intervention into in any more of it is just an entirely ludicrous because we can see what government intervention into doing so has already done the, the government already has the government already has so many fingers in the medical butthole that oh <laughs> we've said way worse things today sir oh yeah bro like but i mean no it's, it's... i literally said porn how many times and that's way worse <laughs> of a word but like but but i'm i'm in complete Not a show for children i'm completely in agreement <laughs> with you about the normalizing and bringing back a lot of the homeopathic methods because yes there is so much yeah. for a lot of things that can be handled right at home with with certain teas and stuff like that they the should put warnings though they should allow people to do it but they should put warnings hey this has been proven to kill you but if you want to try it you can try it but yeah. there's a warning that there is a slight chance that this might kill you in certain dosage because this is the thing about those homeopathic medicines some of them are really great some of them in very distinctive moderation and some yeah. people don't know how to manage dosages so okay. i will say that part of the reason that some of those became illegal is because people are stupid okay well that's, that that's not a, that's not a reason to make them illegal no like, no, no i understand if, no i, if, I get you I, I'm if little, with you. If little timmy wants warnings. to walk off the cliff then fucking let no him. that's why i said the warning put warnings off. allow it he, but just put warnings warning labels. He, um, labels. a lot warning of it labels. was a lot of it was taken the warning out of labels a lot, of it, a lot of it was taken out of the medical industry because of the Rockefellers once they introduced the petroleum-based pharmaceuticals to, um, and then they, they paid to alter the curriculum in colleges 
And so they phased out naturopathy. So I was just in North Carolina and I did a nine day water only fast. And it did so many amazing things for my body. I've, I've done like four and three day water fast multiple times, but I did nine days. My sleeping has changed. All this inflammation that I had is gone. I've reworked. What did you use for water we, fasting? We have a this water. We have a friend that's a friend of the show that's been on here multiple times. In fact, I was just on the phone with him prior to filming this episode, catching up with him. Um, known on here, we call him Unchained. Um, he's the author of the Unchained Brain, and water fasting is something that he's practiced a few times, and it, he he preaches of fantastic results on it. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, three even three and four days is hard. Nine days was really hard. Uh, but I just so many. I had. I was like. I knew I had mold issues because I lived in the Pacific Northwest and it was raining all the time. That's gone. I'm falling asleep earlier now. Um, I'm not drinking caffeine anymore. I'm eating mostly fruit and meat and protein and, and fruit, which I, normally I eat lots of vegetables. But, the, you know, I've been doing that for years and I, I haven't really noticed, you know, the vegetables doing anything significant for me. And, um, so now I was like, okay, well, I'll try the carnivore thing and get rid of the caffeine and just, you know, and so that's what I've been doing lately. And I don't know. I just, I feel better. And I mean, it's only been a week and a half, but, uh, yeah, I'm not doing any like carbs, no, no wheat, no, uh, virtually no dairy. Every once in a while I might have a piece of raw tea. I've been pretty much off dairy for the last decade anyways. Uh, but I will eat raw cheese or have raw milk every once in a while if I can get a hold of it. Um, but, you know, and the only only grain I'm doing is white rice. Um, I had and, a shameful amount of pizza rolls about two hours ago. So, <laughs> Hey, I ain't, I ain't judging you. Uh, uh, but, uh, it's an addictive substance. It is. You're also probably half my age. Me? Oh, yeah. I'm older than I look. I'm 30. Oh, I'm oh. about to be 50. So, <laughs> yeah. I have here. All No, I mean, it, but, uh, and, you know, that stuff definitely does, you know, does do a number on your health and affect your health. That's why we have so much, you know, diseases and stuff. We, we were getting to mention it earlier, and I was, I was pulling something up because, you know, you're right about a lot of things being in our food, not, you know, aside from poisons and stuff that make lead poisoning look like child's play and asbestos, and asbestos look like cotton yeah. candy compared to the stuff that they're putting in our food nowadays. Absolutely. But like, but like the soy thing, there is a very big proven point in the, the world of soy, the soybean on it actually causing <clears throat> estrogen like, spikes, like, 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 like gender issues and stuff I hate to give I hate to give Bill Hicks credit but when he was like the chemicals in the water are turning the frogs gay he was kind of right like they were changing the sexes of the frogs in there and like there is studies to prove yeah. that there is a thing yeah. that, that that happened and stuff and there's there's some studies that go back into it being soy and a few other things and you know there's CPA I, the food thing is a is something I'm really big and behind, especially like the natural like natural healings and stuff. You know, like that's 
the there is a sound on TikTok that is probably the most stolen sound. People find my voice every single day and tag me in it. Luis will back me up on this too, where I'm going on this rant about you know the things that you could use, and I've got pictures with it and stuff like that, and you just see it popping up everywhere. And so I mean, I know like the message has gotten out there and whatnot, and people see it, and when people actually do slow down long enough to read their food. I've had people go in complete external crises with me and be like, oh my God, what do I do? And, you know, my best advice is to shop local, to, to, bring your, to bring your food source as close to home as possible. If you can't grow it or, you know, raise it and slaughter it yourself, you know, there's definitely things you can forage and there's definitely other local type farmers that are doing small homestead stuff that will sell you stuff that is 10 times safer than anything you can buy in the grocery store, regardless of it being labeled organic or not, you know, cause that's just a marketing gimmick. If you want to get real with me, like there's definitely been studies to show that a lot of your GMO free foods and your organic foods are literally Still just, garbage. Are literally just yeah. labeled that. The only yeah. thing CNBC, which is a Canadian uh, broadcasting uh, network. Um, the only thing that they do good is like consumer testing. So they do a lot of reports on consumer products being garbage or like different things related to consumers. And they, they even see it plain, plain as day that a lot of these products are just lying. There's scams everywhere. Yeah. It's just who's everywhere. running the scam and who's getting away with it. Right. Listen, you guys, I gotta go. I gotta go get the kids in the bath and in the bed, but I will see you tomorrow, hopefully. No, I appreciate you joining us. Have a good night. I hope you have a great night. We'll catch you on the next go around. We're going. I think we're going to continue on for a little while longer here, though. This conversation's been. been Yeah, I'm having a blast with you this evening. I hate to have to leave, and I'll talk to you guys later. Good night, Caitlin. Have a good night. Good night. But you know what I mean. I've I've always been the guy that's like you know, hey, they're 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 slowly out to get us because you've got the frogs are gay. You've you've got uh you've got a lot of the same people behind these FDA regulations and making these pills as you do making your food and making the things that they have to spray on food. You know, I, I seen a meme the other day that was kind of funny. It was like you know our that it's that fighting one where it's like Bane and the guy in the pink suit and Bane was your parents with lead poisoning and asbestos and us with a list of like a list this damn thick of chemicals that they're putting into us just through our food alone. Like there's, oh, yeah. there's things, there's things in your everyday cereal that belong in paint thinner and such. And you're just like, what, yes. what the hell is going on here? Like, well, when it says, when it says fortified with iron, they're literally putting iron shavings in your cereal. I, I, I got a guy that I follow as well on TikTok. He, he made a good point the other day that when you the more ingredients inside a product, like he used Ritz crackers as an example, and it had like almost 30 ingredients in it. He was like, think about that as a brain cell gone per ingredient. Because, <laughs> because a lot of them are garbage. You know, I mean, there's... Yeah. Well, the, that's the, why there's products now coming out and they just list those one brand. It's like five ingredients. There's a lot of stuff that's just a couple ingredients. And that's the stuff, yeah. I, that's the stuff I encourage you to go look for. You know, there's, there's no reason to go into 10 million different chemicals to make ranch dressing when you could literally just make your own cream and stuff. Right there mayonnaise on the property. What, you know what I'm saying? Isn't yeah. Mayonnaise just yeah. I mean, oil and eggs, really. If you And shaking it. 
Well, there's, I mean, you might want to add something for like salt or something. I don't sure, know sure. Yeah. Like, I'm, well, you want to get into flavor and, you know, I like to go down the route of adding like turmeric and stuff in there to actually give it some actual flavor because I don't, That's what I, I mean, it's a few I've never been a mayonnaise person, but I think it's a great cooking device if it's homemade. Like I would rather put homemade mayonnaise on the outside of my grilled cheese than butter. I know that sounds weird, but it, it makes for a more flavorful sandwich. <clears throat> I love but, butter. <laughs> oh, real butter! I love man. We uh, we we got into goats, and the process behind doing that was because my my wife and my son have a uh, a cow casein allergy. So we started getting into goat milk because we found that it didn't have the same properties and the same problems and stuff. Because goat milk is closer to what human milk is than any other milk on the market. I've heard that. Yeah, and and we found that it was a a loop around in the milk allergy. We can consume as much goat milk as we would like, and even nobody has the problems. What about raw cow milk? Oh well, this is raw goat's milk, bro. Like this is this is this is all. You guys, but you guys have you guys have an allergy to raw cow milk? I'm not. I'm I'm not sure if they have an allergy to raw cow milk, but I just I when I started going down the route of the goats, I seen everybody going crazy with the. with the COVID stuff or whatever. And yeah. I already had, I already had the property and the gate yeah. to lock myself into the back and was like, you know what I need? My own source of milk, butter, and cheese. <laughs> Have you been making butter out of goat's milk? Yeah. Yeah. It makes great butter. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know you could make butter out of goat's milk. Yeah. You can make, you, you can make everything you can make that you lots can. of cheeses. Yeah. You can, make every... you can make cheese out of it. There's cheeses, there's butters, there you could even make um like Yogurt. your sour creams and stuff like that out of yeah. it if you want. Like you, you can make pretty much anything. Stuff. It's just the supply, it's just more expensive, period. It it is if you're buying it in the store, it's definitely more expensive. Like a half gallon of goat's milk is like eight, nine dollars, like in the store alone by itself. And that's just yeah. a half gallon. But when you're when you're when you're able to walk out in the backyard and get it off the teat, you have to every day or else they get backed up, you know, you you it, it, it puts a different perspective at it. I'm I'm big into bringing as much as you can back home as possible. Like there's there's a lost art in in this world because everybody just goes to the store to get what they need. Yep. But there's it, it it's so simple to have a dairy goat on hand to take care of your dairy problems. You don't worry about dairy problems anymore. It's so great to have a bunch of chickens on hand because you it's know like, you've got it's eggs. Like having the most high tech home, you have a steady supply of eggs. You have a steady supply of milk. You have like the most advanced supply of bacon in the world. What is it? Animals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, my own. You know, my own mini farm. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm also said for you, they do all these amazing things right there in the yard myself. You know what I mean? No like electricity like, required. That's right. You know, and, and I'm always looking for answers like that because. I don't like to depend on the grocery store. You know, you everybody's been there where they show up and something and when people are freaking out and all the milk, bread and eggs are gone. Well, if you can do all that at home by yourself, then what's the point of even having to worry about going and getting it? Yeah, and you know what? Like when it comes to like cows and chickens, it's like I'd rather milk the cow and eat the eggs from the chicken than kill them and eat them. Bro, you I'll know? keep I'll keep them going as long as I can. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like, you know, I don't know. Fishing. That's another really good, good. uh, I love fish. We were talking the other night about how the, 
it's coming out now with some more studies that a lot of like what was it Luis? a lot of vikings main diet and stuff were like fish, fish. like fish and, i think bigger. they even did fermented fish too Ooh, for sure interesting uh, I, I mean, I've heard what they were eating, and some things I'm like, eh, I don't want to eat. Yeah, that. I'm sure it's nutritious, but it doesn't sound. I believe in fermented foods too. Like, there's a lot behind that. Like, I I, I make batches of hot sauce, and I make them the classic way, where you sit just, there and just fr- look at kimchi from that's North Korea and South Korean. I mean, kimchi by the way, the Chinese ups, obfuscated and said that they invented it, even though it's Korean. I used uh, to uh, make. Uh, sauerkraut when i lived in hawaii and just shove it in a in a mason jar and bury it <laughs> smash it up put salt in it put some water in it leave it in the in the in the shelf for like seven and nine days and shove it in the fridge and the longer you keep it in the fridge the tastier it gets it's really weird but i used to hate sauerkraut till i started making it homemade till i tried actual homemade sauerkraut and i was like this is actually really good but like you know, a lot of the shit that they sell, though they've gotten better about selling fresher and, and tastier sauerkraut over the last five, six, seven years. But it used just the shit they used to give us back in the day. It was so gross. It's like, oh. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, and I'm, <clears throat> I love I love a lot of like homemade fermented foods, too. Like we do we do the, my own hot sauce. I do my like own pickles and stuff like that and a bunch of different things because there's, there's old routes again of, of storing things and lasting sh- shoot, honestly, a lot longer than some of the stuff on the shelves nowadays. I, I for yeah. the longest time I thought I was going crazy, but I realized that no, it's just the, the change in chemicals that they're using. Like there's a lot of things that have shorter shelf lives now than they did. 20 years ago and it's because they started changing up a lot of the chemicals and stuff in them and you know that that definitely shrunk down the shelf life of some of these things also that way you have to buy it quicker or consume it quicker everything that everything that comes from the majority of this system is a micro assassination attempt on us everything like like once you really get so deep in it you're like yeah Everything is a fucking conspiracy. All of it. It's all designed to make more money and kill you. That's right it. down to the shoes on your feet. Yeah, and imprison you. Yeah, right down to the shoes on your feet. I mean, and, and that's the problem you see with uh, controlled markets because we don't live in an open market. We don't. The capitalism doesn't exist in its true form anymore. It hasn't yeah. been a very long time. And people are like, capitalism is bad. No, cronyism is bad. Fascism is bad. Capitalism is the free will and exchange of the individuals deciding what is the value of something. But when there's a lot of people that have a small amount of people with a lot of fucking power, they can manipulate these ideas and they manipulate these numbers to benefit themselves to make it so nobody gets equal exchange and relationship to value. That's why you can impoverish entire nations because of the manipulation of these systems. Well, what's crazy too is like now if you, you, uh, post certain things like that online, the right wing will attack you. They, oh, capitalism so much better. I'm like, dude, wake up. We're not under capitalism anymore. There's, I get it. A, I get what you're saying. Nobody wants book. fucking communism, but this ain't fucking capitalism. And the uh, thing is, the idiots asking for communism um, like, just don't <sighs> understand capitalism. Well, I mean, most of them are spoiled communism. brats. True. Yes. True. Well, I'll give you a simple example. Student loan debt should be 
forgiven and medical debt should be erased from the fat from the from the like everywhere yes no i don't i don't think that those two things alone will bring us out of recession in five minutes so i agree there's a there's a money for wars we should have money for medical and school education no i mean first of all universal health care destroy the insurance companies yes there's a book from a show friend and guest that i've had on multiple times uh gary chartier uh, he's an uh, amazing guy like i love speaking with him and stuff and he i i call him a unicorn because he's one of those guys that if you're talking to him he's gonna identify as a leftist but he has very conservative type views it's a different world he's from a different time and he wrote this amazing book called markets not capitalism and it's and it gets down to the basis of what we're kind of talking about here how what we call capitalism today and the system in place today is just a bunch of crony nonsense and people scratching each other's back keeping themselves rich where true free markets are 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 like really the answer like a you know they're People are always like, oh, but regulation. And I'm just like, a true free market would regulate itself. You know, if you sell a shit product, nobody's well, going to buy your shit product. The, the but, thing is, there's there's what you would call safety regulations, but that's a whole different category of regulation. See, a lot of those safety regulations has led to the conglomeration of Whirlpool owning almost every appliance company there is in the world because they made sure that their part that they created was put into the safety regulations, so now only their stuff gets there. Like What's crazy is we're, we're literally like under like communist capitalism right now. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Like literally, this is like a mixture of communism and capitalism. I could, yeah. It's more fat neo fascism and techno te- techno technocracy. But yeah, it's a, it's a very complex debate on like what is the category of what actually the United States runs under. I, I couldn't say maybe you're right. Maybe who knows who's perfectly right, but it's a complex thing. What is the definition? Because of it's what? like a small group of people now are trying to control the supply chain. And if you don't play we by the rules, have to live under a plutocracy, like, they're going to starve you out. It's so it's like, it's literally like this small group of people, these wealthy, it's like, it's literally like a, a fusion of, Yes, of course. There's technocracy, the the the, the computer motherfuckers, and then you it's have like the, of all the of pharmaceutical them. takeover. But like capitalism has turned into like communist capitalism. It only benefits the elites. Oh, you mean China? No, here China. China is a capitalist country. <laughs> Tech- very capitalist. Yeah, outright very capitalist. insane capitalist. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, I mean, but that's a that's a good I example. Mean, on. They were super capitalist until Xi Jinping. So Winnie Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. So Winnie the Pooh came into power and turned the country back into a like the shithole it's becoming. Um, So Xi Jinping is the downfall of China. Is that that why they assassinated the former the former leader? No. What are you talking about, dude? The, the former one of the one of the former leaders is ninety four, and the other one wasn't that, that wasn't was, that the guy that was stepped out? He's dead. He's still alive. Is he? I mean, I don't know this moment, but did he, you see the way Winnie the Pooh looked at him during that video? Go, go, yeah, yeah. And he was like, "Don't, don't, don't speak to me. Get out of here." Like, are you talking well, about South Park? <laughs> no, no, no. I no, just I have they, a I have a bad habit of referring. Of China. To uh, we call him Weedy the Pooh because yeah, he hates being called Weedy the Pooh. 
So we're so. Pro- we're making sure we can never enter China. Hey, I don't China's think a cool it, country. I would love to enter it. I'm wondering, like, meatballs. because now they're talking about doing an international vaccine mandate if you want to travel. Oh yeah, fun stuff. Fun That's stuff. Full of science. Africa will stop it. Africa, Africa will stop it just like they Two did. Two billion people will be like, "Yeah, go fuck yourselves. We're not doing it." Yeah, I love, I love the African. No, they're, no. they're constantly saying, "No, go fuck yourself." No, they go are. fuck they've, yourself. They've they've saved our ass a lot when it comes to all the things like that. People don't even realize that where Africa as a whole have been like, "No, we're not doing that." And just threw it back in the World Health Organization's face. Yeah, I, I appreciate I mean, that. What did what did Gaddafi do? So Gaddafi, other than he was a prick, and like let's put out let's put out the fact that Gaddafi was he did some his bad own things. Shithead, yeah, he was his own shithead in a lot of ways. But he did keep that country stable. Libya is not a stable country. He kept that country in check and actually kept it running pretty well, considering like the situation. He tried to create a, a, a dinar, a golden dinar for the North African countries. So what would happen is they would sell oil to other countries in golden dinars. That's all they wanted to do. And yeah, they wanted to get you wanted to get later, off the gold. The French and the yeah. United States came together and bombed the fuck out of Libya and killed them. Because wasn't he? He was trying to get them. On the gold standard and off the petrodollar. He was trying to sell, particularly only sell African oil to other countries in gold. Yeah. That's the same reason why they killed Saddam Hussein, too. Another psychopath who was trying to do his country. Saddam was way worse than, like, if we're going to compare notes, Saddam was like 10 times worse. He was still kind of, like, trying to, like, develop his own, like, you know, westernized, but not, you know, Middle Eastern Sa- economy. Sa- Saddam, Saddam had it. Down. This is the crazy part. Saddam was also the situation of, so if we look back, the reality is it was better to keep them in power than to get overthrow them because the power vacuums that came of it were way worse. Yeah. But he like he he kept rising like they would knock him off his horse and he would get back up and ride again and it's like like in the like in the end when you're like looking at all the enemies of America you're like yeah but they are nowhere near as bad as America in, in a lot of ways you're just like these guys sucked we just don't have uh one character to blame and yeah. that's how you do it because if you make it so it becomes a nebulous character then you can't really target it that's true. No, that's 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 true. I like I, I like the way you looked at that there. That's, yeah, I mean, it, there's it, no target. What the CIA? I mean, you can't say the CIA does everything because they don't. They do a lot of it though. They, they do, do a lot, lot of it. stuff though. Uh, the CIA. I mean, the FBI. Look, did they you hear that? The gener- they took out people that were investigating again CP, and then made them investigate <laughs> January six. And people are like, "Why did you take?" People that are investigating real crimes to to study this nonsense that there's no bearing. And he was just virgin. He was just asked. Oh, the, the directors of the FBI. They were just asked how many how many members of the FBI were in the crowd on January six, and he he didn't want to answer. How many how many members of the FBI were dressed as Trump 
Trump supporters in the crowd on January 6th before they entered and after. How how many how many how how many members of uh the FBI were in that whole thing where they were instigating it all? No 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 no. Remember that thing up there? What where, where was it in Michigan with the with the governor or whatever? Oh, it was uh, nine yeah. out of twelve. Gretchen Whitmer. Four of them. Okay, get this. They were twelve. Four of them were normal people. Nine of them were FBI. How is this not entrapment by design? I mean, I mean, come enough, on. and then we then we can also just throw in the mention just because I feel like it since tonight's been so spicy. But how long did they have that laptop? Oh, the Hunter Biden laptop that is now under congressional oh, yeah, record, and like there's a copy of now. it. Yeah, it's been exactly. like two years. By the way, the congressional record must be so fun to explore <laughs> because now it has Hunter Biden's uncensored laptop. Yikes. I'm on many. So part of like with all like when they're like, like, oh, yeah, they're so fucked. They got to. It's like, no, they're not like oh, what they do is- about the documents, the, 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 the documents with Trump. Guess what? They were all empty. It was just the folders. Oh, really? There was literally nothing inside of them. So you got the you Democrats. Just took them as memorable as uh, like memories. They were like, oh, there's they're fun knickknacks. They're cool. There were the folders. There were no files inside. You got the Democrats throwing tantrums and supporting bullshit that doesn't matter. They're never glued to reality. And they got the Republicans thinking that the Republicans can't. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the Republicans. Uh, acting like this new information is going to like do something for their benefit. It's like every, t- it's almost like what they do is, is like, you know, like serial killers, they do all this horrible shit and then they like leave letters and clues to like rub it in your face. It's almost like all these cases, like the Hunter Biden laptop and Jeffrey Epstein and you know, the, do- you know, the dossier and all these different things. It's almost like a serial killer leaving a letter to rub shit in your face because so, so they don't ever do shit about it. Just, just so, look at the fact that they invested more money into January 6th than they invested in Jeffrey Epstein and the and the torture of thousands of thousands yeah. of children. Yeah. Just, just, and, just and, remember and, that. And then and everybody you, should remember that. And also blame the Republicans for being little chump bitches that didn't do what they were supposed to do either. They should have called yeah. that out. They should have called that out straight up. And well, again, with with everything that's happening right now on our planet, it's like I'm glad. Good. I, I don't I don't support this system. Since I've been eight years old, I'm I'm about to be forty seven. Since I was eight years old, I've hated the way shit has happened. It's been broken since I was a small child. Cool. Let's let's fucking. The United States has been at war since you've been alive. Yeah, since I've been alive, and I've always hated the people on the news and celebrities and and like. Well, maybe I didn't always hate the celebrities, but I've over the last twenty years have spawned a hatred for them because I, I I know they're just a bunch of fucking narcissists doing their part to secure, uh, you know, support for the new world order. But it's like, it's hard for me to feel bad or sorry for our country at this point when like, even when like the right was running things, that's when we were torturing the world around us. And now the left is running things and they're torturing us. And it's like, it's like, well, neither side stuck up for what was right. So it's like, 
Do I feel bad that this is happening? Fuck no, because what I feel like is going to happen is we're about to see the wolves get separated from the sheep and all the people that think they're like in the no crowd because, you know, their television told them this. These are all the motherfuckers that are going to die first. And the other people that are like having goats and chickens and or at least have some food stocked up for a couple of months just in case. Those are the people that are going to survive. And what I think is going to happen is a lot of our countrymen are literally protecting the government from us, right? Like you look, a lot of they're, they're like people are willing to die for their political beliefs, right? They'll, they'll fight you to the death for their fucking politician, right? So I feel like a lot of the people that will die will no longer be able to protect the politicians because one thing our country has we don't have the military anymore because they've, they've sold us out to like trans agendas and fucking soy boys and, you know, followers, you know, that they'll take any vaccine you give them. Our military is dead. Russia will crush us in a heartbeat. But what our country does have is a bunch of hardcore ex veterans that have a lot of friends that train with them and do MMA. And I would hate to be a military going up against the American, these the American public that would survive like uh, a, a food crisis or something, because whoever survived that, those are hard mass soldiers right there. Well, the U.S. will never go through a food crisis of any given scale. That would be truly really noticeable just because we, we just produce so much food. We really we do. Just, we just produce an insane amount of food. There has been a lot of crazy things going on with. Oh no, no, no! The the other, the rest of the world is going to get. Well, well, like like we, we produce we, such an we, insane amount of food. I actually like to back that up because we have we do produce such an insane amount of food. If you could see the produce enough food for like over two billion people. The, just the stuff that's subsidized, like to the government, like the cheese and the milk and stuff alone. Four pounds per citizen. Yeah, like that's a lot. That's a that's, that's a, a lot. lot. That's a lot. They can just tap the cheese reserves, dude. They can just tap yeah. the cheese reserves. That's Open Ronald Reagan's cheese reserves, please. Hey, hey but they also, could manufacture a food crisis just to depopulate. You're not wrong there. They they, they manufacture things, which I think, I think quite frequently. Which I think would 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 definitely be on the table in the coming years, as well as uh, an electrical grid. Like if the electrical grid shut down, most people wouldn't know how to handle themselves. And, the, and they're going to blame it on climate change and tell you that oh, you of course. more taxes to fix it. Of course. I don't know. I think that all of this is really good. I, I think that like it's like anything, like it's like a birthing process. It's uncomfortable. Okay. You guys ever have like a family member that got like joined a gang or got hooked on drugs and was just doing all this horrific shit oh, and no. you couldn't get him to stop and next thing you know he kills someone or he almost kills himself or winds up in jail and then becomes like the best family member because he learned from his mistakes yes that's america right now that's the world our world is literally like a bunch of fucking heroin addicts hooked on a bunch of fucking useless goods that aren't serving us anymore and we're so fucking drug addicted to a bunch of bullshit that we don't even need that we're willing to die like like a lot of like this is why naturopathic medicine doesn't work because doctors will tell people, okay, well, I can give you a pill, but it's only going to last this long. What you should really do is change your diet. Go, well, I can't change my diet. Just give me the pill, right? That's a lot of people will, will, will 
fucking sacrifice comfort for their addictions. And so what's going to happen is, 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 you know, we've got to crash and burn as a collective, just like, like me, I had to crash and burn as an individual, you know, many years ago to become a better version of who I, you know, what I once was. We need to do that as a society. We need to fucking crash and burn, eat shit, be like, oh my God, look at all this bullshit I was supporting. Look at all the children that were affected. Look at how we affected all these islands. Literally chains. happening right now. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah. It is, and it's beautiful, we really. Crash crash and burn hard, bro. In progress. We need to crash and burn hard and be like, oh, damn. Like, and, feel like the wind is knocked out of us. Yeah, but the fourth turning shouldn't be that violent. And, and, and Jeremy, that's, a, that's actually something we, we talk about a lot here is how a lot of the people that we have met, like, that beautiful mind julian for example and you know some other people like my friend nomi dan and stuff there's a lot of people that we talk to that are slowly building their own new infrastructure while rome is crumbling around us because the the current infrastructure that exists is complete garbage and more and more every day thanks to things like the internet because it's such a double-edged sword uh, you know more and more every day people are calling out these these rulers, I guess you could call them, for their bullshit, and they're seeing it more and more as somebody, you know, you, you're related to it too. You said since you were eight, you know, I was really young too when I first seen things and started figuring it out and running down every rabbit hole that possibly existed. And like, you know, you, you it's amazing to go from, hey, you're just some weird dude in crazy socks and a pirate hat telling me crazy things that is a conspiracy theory. And now there's people that are like, Holy crap, Jim, what do you think about this? And I'm just like, exactly. (laughs) Over the last seven years, that's what's happened. My family, I've been predicting all kinds of crazy shit for years and it keeps coming true. And now people are asking me questions. They're like, Oh, I used to think you're so crazy when you're talking about the government being like, bro, I was dropping red pills on MySpace, bro. That's how long right, me too, bro. I've been in this game. Dude, I've been doing it since fucking MySpace. And uh, more people are awake now than ever. And I feel like beautiful. a lot of like the only leverage these motherfuckers have over us is death. Fear of death, right? Well, I'm not scared to die. I've already been battle tested. I, I know one. a lot of other people that have been battle tested. So like, oh, like if, if you can't hold death over our heads because we know we're eternal beings and this isn't our first time on this fucking rock and that we've been here before. And that's why we we're able to see the psychological warfare on a deeper level than even most soldiers who study psychological warfare because we've been here before. We've tapped into our ancient past through our DNA or what the fuck ever meditation, hallucinogenics, breath work diet exercise all the above you know, right all the above and now we're like oh shit like th- that that's what like a second ago i was talking about people like they're willing to sacrifice comfort just for their addictions right what it is is these people think they're taking the easy way out right they they think they're get, they're taking the easy way but essentially they're taking the real fucking hard way right like so once you start doing shit the hard way and you start regulating like pain and discomfort, nature stops regulating it for you because now you've taken suffering with a purpose into your own hands. So now 
you're not suffering for no reason. Now you're suffering because you got in a heavy workout or you went into the sauna for 20 minutes or you took a cold shower for two minutes or you restricted your diet or you did a fast. And then when suffering comes and it hits your doorstep because you've gotten so comfortable in the uncomfortable, that suffering won't even affect you anymore. So yep. most people, they want to take the easy way out. But what they fail to realize is I feel like particularly now, like when I heard the other day that the Ethiopian calendar said 2020 was 2012, the real 2012. I was like, oh my God, that makes so much sense because we went from like 10 conspiracies a year since like, you know, 9-11 to like 10 conspiracies a day since fucking COVID-19, since 2020, right? It's like, holy shit. And they did it the way that um, the, the actual calendar was supposed to happen because it was March 13th, right? But they locked everyone down on April. That's when the actual New Year's begins, April 1st. That's what April Fool's Day is about because there's, they're making fun of us because we're fools that we forgot about the actual New Year, which is why November is um, 7, October is 8, December is 10. Because those are the actual numbers of the months in that in that particular order. So um, shit has sped up so crazy in the last two years. It's like when I heard that 2020 was 2012, I was like, holy fuck, that makes more sense than anything. That like, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Uh God damn it. Hey, buddy. No, it's okay, buddy. Like I no, I mean, like I understand that. I've I've actually heard that theory myself before too, you know. And it's 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 interesting to see and knowing that in reality, like over in places like um like what is it, Ethiopia, the way their calendar falls and stuff, it is uh -huh. twenty twenty, it was actually two thousand twelve there and stuff. So it's it's you know, time is been so messed with and altered, especially here in the States that like we we really don't know if we're coming and going half the time like there's so many of us that i i know can relate to what the fuck day is it you know what i'm saying like it's yeah. just it, 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 you know, it's you know what you know what they, they designed so there is a new calendar that they're trying to push that adds a week and there's no leap years anymore and every day is the same day every year from then forth so it's a hundred times easier Every day, every year, every October like twentieth will be a Thursday, for example, for all time from from then on, and there will be no leap year. It it's just you add on an additional week in December. That's it. Well, they've done so. They've altered the calendar so many times over the course of history in the last. Yeah, there's also there's the there's the hidden hit with the lost time hypotheses that. We are actually in the thirteen hundred. What is it? We're we're a few hundreds. So no, we're in the seventeen hundreds. In the seventeen hundreds, right now. We're in the, we're currently in the seventeen hundreds. That's well, the lost time hypothesis. I mean, I, I, I can imagine. It's an interesting thing. I don't know if you ever looked into it. Just look into it. It's fascinating. Like the possibility that historically there's a few problems. I don't know. Again, there's a lot of different comparisons. I imagine you have to use like the Chinese calendars. The Hebrew calendars, so you have to use comparative calendars to then come to that conclusion. But 
Yeah. I want to go back to the time when we when when the entire world had one calendar. There was no time like that. I could well that's all the pyramids. No, but but, but see that we don't know. <laughs> that's the reality. You know, I will I will pyramids, I will counter you with we don't know that. We don't know, but I could imagine like so so what I think is is at one point way way back when what we were either spliced into the humans we were by the watchers or the nephilim or whatever that created well, us 300,000 years ago is when we started showing up 13,000 years ago we built advanced like relatively modern civilizations we don't know to how modern but modern like 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 at least they had technology similar probably to medieval times potentially because they had the know-how to build these incredible structures that have lasted for 10,000 years so there's that okay so so when i look at the the architecture and i did a podcast i think it was episode 110 um tartaria and the millennial reign of jesus christ where i go through what a lot of this architecture represents and, and and a lot of this stuff um but i think our original form as humans was far more advanced than we are now based off specifically architecture and um sound vibrations i also think the chronological record of humanity only goes back about six thousand years and a lot of the other stuff is speculation i think it goes back to like the, with the sumerians we found like, things that are 13,000 years old and older. We found things that are... Well, they know they could be. I'm just saying the chronology, to my knowledge... The only official the- chronology is wrong. The official okay. chronology of the Mesopotamian concept, that's wrong. That We, um, we, had, we had cities in Golbeketepe in Turkey 13,000 years ago. No, no, so I'm not, that's I'm not been saying defeated. you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying. I'm no, saying. That's the thing. We have to rewrite it. We have to rewrite yeah. it. That was, um, was written and that was wrong. So... Um, but I think we were way more advanced at one. Like now, all we we can't say we're advanced because all we just have is just a bunch of toys. Now it's just a bunch. Our society is based off of like, oh, we're so advanced because we got this and that. But like, they were splicing genetics thousands of years ago. That's why yes. all these mythos of all these human animal hybrids and all this shit is out there. And like, not just in one civilization. It's just like it's global that it talks about all this stuff. And you know chimeras and all that shit. There's been eugenists um, for thousands of years. Exactly right, and so um, people experimenting and, and stuff. You know, no, you know, you're you're totally good, I, bro. You know, we actually talk it. about stuff like this frequently and stuff because we we, you know, like I'm oh. I'm a I'm a firm believer, like you were kind of saying, and Luis was kind of leaning at, is that you know a lot of the current written history that's taught to us and stuff not only is there are a lot of speculation that's taught taught to us, but like the the current chronological order that they try to explain things in is 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 complete garbage because we have found things like the places in Turkey that he's talking about, or even these ancient cities that we're uncovering in South America currently that were you know never before seen, but thanks to in the guys, Amazon rainforest, yeah, there yeah. lots of cities that and potentially housed millions of people. Yeah, so yeah. you know, I mean, I, and I really believe at one time we were a lot more advanced, and you know, we've gotten into how I, I've gotten into like the mud floods and Tartaria and stuff. We talked about that some Absolutely. on a couple episodes and stuff because there is some good questions there. I'm big into frequencies and chimatics and. Bam. 
and I understand things when it comes to bells and the way that the construction yes. of some things was done. You'll to love help. episode one ten then. All right, I'm, You'll I'm love it. all right. That's so. It. So for the last year, I've been in 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 tw I think twenty four states now in the last year, and everywhere that I go, there's all these old, um, this old architecture which I believe is older than what they say it is, and some of it could be around that same time. But a lot of it has the bell towers. It has the mandala-shaped windows. Uh, the bell towers would be like a base tube, right? Well, they removed the giant bells, which were made of multiple different metals, which could have carried different frequencies, right? Another thing that's very, which, you know, if you shoot that, that, that sound through that bell tower, through that mandala, it fractalizes our fucking DNA, right? Like how it does salt on a board. Well, our our bodies are fucking minerals, which is basically salt. And it'll do the same shit to us and, and fractalize our, our blood and, and uh, the minerals within our body causing healing frequencies and things like that. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm friends with a lady too that we've had on the show that um, remade her own rife machine and is doing fantabulous, oh, nice. is doing fantabulous things with helping people healing ailments and stuff, because there's definitely a lot of truth and frequency fixing things that are wrong with people like that, so, that that was like old it's supposed to be old school things that you know they were doing in the 11 1100s and stuff and then yeah. it was lost but it's just like uh, to me it's not as much lost as it has been suppressed until they found a way exactly. to make money off of it so so you have like the liberty bell in philadelphia right with the crack in it what do you think that symbolizes hey we got your bell Yes. Okay. Is no good. I've we always thought it. that because they they melted so many and destroyed so many of them during the world wars with the claims of munitions. Yep. But I call that horseshit. But like yes. the the one that still stays in place, even though it's cracked, is that Liberty Bell. And I've always looked at that as like a is like the current ruling class using it as a mockery to those yes. that they put under. It's I a guess. note from a serial killer. It's a I note love that, dude. I love killer. that. Hey, look what we did. <laughs> right? That's No, that's a great way to look at that. I love that, man. We've, we've done a few episodes. Uh, I, I'm a co-host on uh, the Red Pill Project on a show called Makes You Think. And um, we've, we've done a few episodes about chimatics and the bells and stuff like that. Like That's a, that's a big subject for me because, again, I think there's something really big into frequency because if you know, you, you, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but people that are familiar with me on the show, you know that I'll tell you in a quick heartbeat that we are a frequency of light inside of a meat mech suit rolling around in, in this, you know, simulation of whatever we're in. And like, yes. And, you know, that radio, even things down to radio waves and stuff like that can affect that for your frequency. So there's, there's so many things that people need to do to tie themselves back to, I think, their, their frequency and when you know whether it be the breathing or the meditating or the 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 hallucinogenics you know i believe there's i believe those are even tools to help us achieve you know a, a more sense of enlightened believing and stuff Lu luis is avid in a lot of this stuff too as as i am in a different sense but like we we talk about this quite frequently between each other and in the show about how there is a lot of enlightenment just from 
either you know a DMT trip or a mushroom trip or something like that that it does so much wonders. You have to do it properly. Not you have to do it properly, party. of course. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. You you, you treat it in a party setting. Like, it's a different crazy, thing. Like, yeah. You're gonna yeah. fuck your I've, brain up. I've always had. I've, I've said this for years, and people look at me nuts. But I'm like, you know, when you reach that adult, that 18, 19 years old whatever you want to call it, even 21, depending on where you are. I know different places look at it differently. Anyway, you should, instead of being like sent off to college or something like that, I've always been like, man, you should be handed a, a bag of shrooms, a DMT vape, and then be put, Take them on an be put, be put in, your, in your choice of what place you want to do it. You want to do it in the cold. You want to do it in the desert. You want to do it in the woods. You want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and don't come back until you figure out who the hell you are. Yeah. Well, that's what the Native Americans used to do. Basically, they should trip. They tripped out the hell out of their kids, and then they they had a journey and a purpose. Yes. So, hey, it worked for the Native Americans. Yeah, they would they would water or dry fast them for days first. Yep. yep. Yeah, you oh, got to you got to have the system clear before you do that. Super strong. Holy shit, is it strong? You don't need that much at all. Hell, you could just smoke weed after fasting heavily, and you're gonna right? shit. If I smoke weed now, I'll be experience. on a bad trip. <laughs> I'd rather eat mushrooms than smoke weed at this point. Hey, I, I mean, mushrooms. This I is the thing. It's like, so marijuana turns into cannabis turns into when you ingest it into a psychedelic, but it's not a really good psychedelic. True. That's that's actually true. That there there is it does have psychedelic properties in it. Gentlemen, psilocybin is cleaner and better. Well, gentlemen, I have to, I have to I have to take off. No, that's no, that's time. fantastic. You know, hey, um, before you before we get you out of here, you know, I have your Instagram and your uh, your show's links put up, and they will go up with this episode. You guys make Perfect. sure to go check out my check out my buddy here, Jeremy. Man, I think I've had a fantabulous time with him, and I can't wait to have you back for more conversation, man. This has been this I has appreciate been a blast. you guys very much, and thank uh, you for having me on. Yes, I, I had a good time. And before I let everybody out, you know, let everybody go, I always like to ask, is there anything you'd like to put in for the audience, you know, to, to say before you bounce? Yeah. Um, so that's good. Uh, you know, conspiracies, all the dark information. It's really fun. It's a great, you know, adrenaline rush and a shot of cortisol or whatever from your liver for years. But eventually you should be able to see that if there's something that dark controlling the world, there has to be a polar opposite. And you're not going to find that polar opposite in the world. You're going to find it in your world. That's so right. you have to go within and you have to, you have to cultivate that light. And people can always make up excuses for why they can't fast or why they can't meditate. It's like, Dude, nobody likes food more than me and nobody's more ADD than me, right? Like if I can meditate and not eat and, you know, anybody can do that shit, right? So the polar opposite of this darkness is divine light and it's out there. It's happening. And I don't know if we're on a globe, if we're on a flat plane or if we're in a fucking simulation. I, I think we're probably more on a flat plane or a simulation than I do believe that we're on a fucking globe, but turtle uh, at the bottom I don't know. Of the we, could be on a, we could be on a toroidal donut-shaped thing for all I fucking know. But whatever it is, it doesn't really matter because if you go within, you never go without. So find out who the fuck you are. That. Find that divine source of light. Conspiracies are just a doorway. 
you know, you got to go through hell to get to heaven. That's right. That's right. You know, I think that's, I think that's beautiful, man. And I, I hope you folks actually listen to that. Go back and play it again if you need to. Luis, you got anything for us before we sign out? When evil triumphs, it's when men do nothing. Good men do nothing. It's just good men are not doing enough. And because that's how evil wins is if you don't stand up, nothing's going to happen. The revolution will be podcasted. That's right. That's right. Hey, you know, that's funny. That and you then said the cut that. Of the internet. <laughs> you know, it's funny. That's funny you said that, Jeremy, because when I was doing the introduction of you before we started the show tonight, it was about how the revolution won't be televised. It'll be streamed. Like, that's like, I, I, I love that. And you guys know we'll have all the links from the things we've talked about tonight and your ways to get back to Jeremy and everything else that you love about Unconstitutional Awakening, the podcast, with this episode and at unconstitutionalawakening.com. And you know, before I leave for the night, you guys always have to leave it with something good and funny. So I got a good one for you tonight. <clears throat> pirate and a sailor were exchanging stories. The sailor pointed to the pirate's peg leg and asked, How'd you get that? The pirate said, I wrestled a shark and lost my leg. The sailor pointed to the pirate's hook and said, well, what about that? He said, I fought Redbeard's crew and lost my hand. Well, the sailor said, well, what about the eye patch? How'd you get that? He said, well, a bird came by and left droppings in the eye. And the sailor said, that's not very impressive compared to the other two. And the pirate said, aye, but it was my first day with me hook. You guys have a fantastic evening. Thank you.